Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Dodgers Nation. Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. You are now home with Jim Beam and Dodgers Nation. Please drink responsibly, but what a wild game. It was an emergency show. We had to do it after what just happened. The Dodgers, they get the win. They come all the way back. They end up getting eight runs on just five hits. Eight runs on five hits. They win by a final score of eight to seven. They improved to 43 and 33. Two games back of the Diamondbacks in the NL West. The Dodgers get three in the first. You had the solo home run by Will Smith. A two-run shot by Jay and Hayward. Then they come back big with a two-run shot by Dave Peralta there in the seventh and the big three-run eighth capped off by a balk by Stanek. And oh, Stanek was crying so hard. Oh, sorry, Astros. Do you feel like you get cheated? Do you feel like you got cheated? Hey, hey, they that was an absolute clear-cut block. You saw him flinch. You saw him step off. The Dodgers, they get the dub. They now won four straight games. You saw Dusty Baker. He gets tossed. Stanek, he wasn't happy. He was crying so much on the mound. He's probably crying in the showers that 
Dodger Stadium right now. And then I see Justin Verlander out there saying it wasn't a buck. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? I wouldn't expect an Astros fan to know the rules of baseball, by the way. I wouldn't expect someone that is an Astros fan, someone who's riding off the coattails of his brother, to have any idea how the rules work. And hey, when even when the Astros know the rules, they just break them anyway. But the Dodgers, they get a big win. They come all the way back. And how about, how about James Altman continuing to stay hot? This time you see he gets the big hit there in the eighth inning. It's stuck in the chain link fence. By the way, I'm voting to change the chain link fence, but we're going to break down all the action from today. But the Dodgers get the dub. It's good to be back. It's been a busy week for me. But in Anaheim covering the Shohei Otani start, I was uh, the Dodgers Blue Diamond Gals at the game yesterday. But we are back in business. And I want all your thoughts, all your reactions to tonight's game, this afternoon thriller at Dodger Stadium. They come all the way back. They get the dub against the Cheat Strows, against the Trash Strows. And you absolutely love to see it. But here we go. April Altman is back. That's from Trace Howard. Season, we got McKnight, LOL. Early hot take, Bush needs to replace Vargas. That's from the Gypsy Dodger. Hey, look. What I will say about Michael Bush, I think Michael Bush, you're starting to see defensively having a little bit of an impact, starting to look comfortable there at their base. And you're starting to see the at-bat quality just pick up across the board when it comes to Michael Bush. You're starting to see just better contact, hard-hit balls. And that's really what makes him special as a hitter. It's not just that he can hit for power. It's not that he can get extra base hits and has those bat-to-ball skills with hard contact. It's that he sees pitches. He makes pitchers work. Last year in the minor leagues, he almost saw four pitches per at-bat. And yeah, I definitely like what I'm seeing from Michael Bush. You can't say that. And when it comes to yeah, I mean, you saw the double to left there in the seventh inning. I mean, that was a big inning there, that double to left. And then, of course, then you get the, the Peralta. He ended up homering after the the Hayward hit by a pitch, and that really changed things up there. But they weren't able to score on that. But still, I mean, that 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 double by Bush there on the 1-1 count, sweeper slider just goes down, gets it. So, yeah, definitely an impressive hitter. And he's a guy, anytime that he's made a leap, Michael Bush, he's always kind of gone off to a slow start, and then things start to click. And I think you're starting to see that. He's looking more comfortable, getting more confidence by the minute. So should he replace Miguel Vargas? Look, Vargas is a guy that they're heavily invested in. They truly believe this guy is going to be a core member of this franchise for the next 8 to 10 years. But, hey, it's so it's about being earned. It's a meritocracy, right? So, yeah, if he definitely is producing more and Miguel Vargas isn't, I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. But here we go. Back to the comment section. We got Ben Verlander. Oh, what's up, Dodgers Nation? Uh, D-Mac. What up, Ron Fig? Where are the ass trolls? That's from Todd Neagle. By the way, I'm looking for that Dodgers Nation comment of the night presented by our friends over at Hornitos. And when I see that, you're going to see one of these. Still don't trust his bullpen. That's from Jason Diamond. Hey, look, I mean, the bullpen... I think, like I mean, he had the 14 consecutive scoreless in the Angels series, but I think they, you got to give, got to give Yancy Almonte some credit. I mean, he comes in when the wheels just absolutely fell off of Bobby Miller. I want to break down his start and have some thoughts on that in a little bit, but Yancy, he comes in. I mean, I thought he was, he was pretty nasty. I mean, he gets Pena, swing, he strikes him out with that sweeper. Then he walks Madras on four pitches and he comes back to get that double play. So and also Phil Bigford. Nice to see Phil Bigford back in action. Got the shorter hair, kind of chopped it off a little bit. I thought Phil Bigford did a really nice job. He goes two innings, had four strikeouts and 25 pitches. So a very efficient night uh, for Phil Bigford back from the IL. He actually saved. He goes one inning. Nice job there. You saw the double play. How about that throw by Mookie Betts and what he was able to do. So I think all in all, the bullpen is looking up. I told you on the Monday show before 
before he ever pitched uh, inning for the Dodgers that Brazier was going to be something. And I think Brazier has definitely some potential. So, yeah, I think they have to earn your trust. There's still a long way to go. But, yeah, I mean, you also look at Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller tonight, he ends up going four innings, allows six runs on ten hits, 80 pitches to get through four innings, three strikeouts, three walks, gave up the home run. So, really, that's kind of the issue for Bobby Miller. It's the efficiency, and sometimes he gets flustered. Sometimes he lacks some poise on the mound when things don't start to go his way. But I want all your thoughts. I want to hear all your thoughts about the balk-off. The wasn't a balk-off, but it was the game-winning balk, and I just think it's hilarious out there that there's even one. Hey, but basically, you can just use this as a barometer, a litmus test of do you know ball? Because if you don't think that's a balk, then I don't know what game you're watching. And like I said, I would never expect Astros fans to know the rules because, hey, even if they did know them, they would break them anyway. But it was clearly a balk, and yeah, I don't understand how Justin Verlander's brother, I don't even know his first name, forgot it, but how he's out there trying to claim that wasn't a balk, and this guy, I mean, it's just the homerism, the lack of objectivity to me, I think it's kind of embarrassing in my opinion, but yeah, oh, sorry, the Astros, do you feel cheated? Do you feel cheated? Hey, cry some more, cry some more, cry some more. Hey, how about you're cheated in a game in June, which you weren't because it was a balk, but how about getting cheated in the World Series? But yeah, I mean, Oh, sorry, the Astros, you had something ruled against you. But he clearly flinched before he stepped off. And, yeah, I think the Dodgers, they got a nice break, and Giant DeLuca scores there. But how about eight runs on five hits? Interesting outcome. But, hey, the most important thing is the Dodgers get the dub. They're right back in the mix at the top of the NL West. They improved to 43-33, and 33, two games back of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now improve their winning streak to four games since that terrible series, that debacle of a series where you had the worst loss in Dodger Stadium history where they lose 15 to nothing a week from a week prior. It come back and look really, really good. Four straight games. The pitching has picked up. I think the offense, they fell asleep, and that definitely is a trend you want to see reverse at some point, but still the power's up. Will Smith, Jason Hayward getting a two-run shot. David Peralta had to shine a light on David Peralta because he really changed this game. We're going to talk about him in a second here, but let's get back to the comment section. Here we go. Anthony King, D-Mac, you need an assistant for all these events, bro. I'll make a great caddy. Anthony King, you're up north. Hey, I'd love to have you. I got my man Cody Lou. Always rock with me. That guy Hey, that guy's unmatched. That guy's the MVP, the glue of the, the squad, for sure. Gabriel Galif, have you noticed how much better we've been without Muncie strikeouts killing our rallies? That's from Gabriel Galif. Look, I mean, everyone's going to want the shiny new toy, right? Everyone, It's the meme where the guy's crossing, the guy's walking up the street, and he's holding his girlfriend's hand. He looks back, and it's the other person. That's how it always is. Now people are going to start saying, it's all about Emmett Sheehan, right? And no one's going to care about Bobby Miller anymore. We want the next night shiny new toy, right? We want the new thing. You get a Nintendo 64, you want a PS2. You get a PS2, you want a PS3. You got an Xbox, you want to get an Xbox One. You get it. So that's just how it is. Everyone wants the shiny new toys, but yeah, Max Muncy is a guy who's postseason proven. Max Muncy is a guy who I kind of laughed when I saw people online saying, would they not bring back Max Muncy on a one-year $10 million option? If you would say no to that, then I hope that you would never apply for the job as the general manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers because we look at Max Muncy's productivity, a guy that you can count on to slug. Yes, the average isn't where you want it to be, but still, this is a guy that He's constantly making adjustments, and he's going to put in the work. So I'm not overly worried about that because, look, you're seeing the success with Michael Bush. Everyone's on the Michael Bush train. I think he's a very talented hitter. I think, most importantly, hey, his trade value is going up. So if the Dodgers want to get another pitcher, a Lucas Giolito, who I think they should absolutely pursue, maybe this could be the trade chip because, look, this organization, if you know anything about the history of this team, when they identify a guy, when they want to give a guy a runway, whether it be a Corey Seager, whether it be a Will Smith, a Walker Buehler, any of these guys, 
guys, Cody Bellinger, that come through the pipeline, they identify certain guys that they know they're going to give a long, extended runway. Miguel Vargas, for better or worse, he is one of those guys. And because they know his bat-to-ball is special, they know what he can do at the plate, has potential. He's still just 23 years old. Michael Bush, 25, right? I mean, he's an older prospect. He's close to 26, I believe, right? He's 25 or 26. James Alvin, an older prospect. So still a lot of room to go grow for Miguel Vargas. There's no question about it. But I don't anticipate that you're going to pull the plug on the Vargas experiment to plug Michael Bush in there, especially because he's a left-handed bat. So, yeah, I mean, it feels – it's always the trendy thing to basically go with the hot prospect that's having a couple of nice games. And, yeah, all for Michael Bush – as a player, but I still think it makes the most sense to see what you have in Miguel Vargas and continue to develop him. But here we go. That haul was a 1-800 LMAO. Yeah, I mean, how about that call, man? That was, that was, hey, how about, that was an absolute, uh, I mean, you got to give credit to that call. I mean, Val, was it Valentine? I think it was. Yeah, right? I mean, he, he just made it instantaneously, and yeah, I mean, he's clear he flinched off. I mean, he he definitely, that is by every definition of the ball roll. Just get out the rule book. You zoom, and I'm going to do a full breakdown of that, by the way, because I can't, you heard what he, here, let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at it. You know I got you guys queued up, and I want all your thoughts. I'm going to go rapid fire. I'll read like 20 comments in a row. This is kind of a little bit of a looser Post game show because hey, no days off, right? But yeah, I mean, unless unless you just are completely blinded by your homerism, you're gonna think that's a balk. Unless you're completely blinded, in case you're asleep and you're wearing your manta mask, then hey, maybe that is a balk. But hey, speaking of manta mask, manta sleep. They make the world's best sleep masks and sleep accessories. Everything they do is to enable better lives through better sleep. They work relentlessly to improve and optimize sleep so that you can have the energy to live your best life. Check out mantasleep.com today so you can sleep better anywhere, anytime. Get your manta mask today. Use the code DN2023. So yeah, get those manta masks, get those manta sleeps. In, and you're going to feel nice and refreshed. But back in the comments section, I know you guys are firing away. Thanks for joining us here on an emergency show Saturday night after one of the more wild games of the season. The Dodgers get the dub. 8-7 to seven on the walk-off, on the balk, on the game-winning balk there in the eighth inning. The Astros, they're still crying on the way home right now. But here we go. Back to the Here we go. That's the kind of win that can last. That's from Matty Man Dodge. It's a fire take. We got Altman slowly coming back. That's from Oscar Ortiz. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, last night you saw a three-hit game from James Altman. And since he started to really get more comfortable at the plate again, starting to see better pitches, starting to work some at-bats and really be aggressive in the right times on the right counts you're starting to see a lot of singles right you're starting to see singles and him just putting the ball in play and you're starting to see the strikeouts go down that's absolutely what you want to see from James Altman but the difference today was hey James Altman if he's going to stick in the show if he's going to be in this league for five to ten years it's going to be because of the slug it's going to be extra base hits and leaving the yard it's not going to be hitting for average he does not have a natural swing he just doesn't this is a guy who has even said himself that they said his swing looked like a caveman before Mr. Tarzan reworked that swing and it's not the prettiest of swings but he's an athlete he's a strong guy and when he gets his bat to ball good things can happen he's a guy that can hit the ball very hard the difference today though is we've seen a lot of singles of late a lot of base hits today though he gets the big extra base hit he gets the big extra base hit he gets the ground rule double there in the eighth inning and how about the inning bottom of the eighth inning Dodgers down seven to five like I said you get the solo shot from Will Smith. You got the two-run bomb from Jason Hayward, his eighth of the year. He's been fantastic. Will Smith's 11th of the year. Then the seventh inning. Before we get into that, I got to talk about David Peralta because David Peralta, DP, 
All aboard. All aboard. At $6.5 million. I said when they made the signing that if you looked at the bat to ball, if you looked at some of the expected batting averages, if you looked at his history, this is a veteran hitter. This is a guy that can absolutely rake on the biggest stage with consistency. Defensively, he's already been a boon for the Dodgers this season, but at a one-year $6.5 million deal, you're starting to see a guy that's producing. And I think it's you have to mention the fact that he came to the year coming off a back injury, but in the month of June. In June, heading into today, he had a 984 OPS. A 984 OPS, he was hitting 372, had two home runs. So today, he's his third home run of the month, and you're starting to see just great at-bat quality. I said it a few weeks ago, I'm expecting a walk-off, game-changing hit from Peralta in the postseason. I think he has that in his bag, but he totally changed this game. The Dodgers don't win today without the life that Dave Peralta had provided because the Dodger offense, they didn't do much after that first inning. After they came out there, guns a-blazing, two, two home runs there, one by Smith, one by Hayward. They didn't do very much and really, let's just be honest, they just didn't have very many answers. I mean, they were struggling at the plate, and they just didn't have – they weren't figuring out Blanco. I mean, Blanco had 13 straight, 14 straight at one point. They just had no answer. He was mowing him down. And then Peralta, he gives this Dodgers offense some more life. He injects that in. He hits that two-run shot there. And also, yeah, more – got to give more credit there to – to Jason Hayward. So Mattinen was in in first pitch. He hits Hayward with a curveball. And then Peralta, how about Peralta hitting for Miguel Vargas? Peralta pinch hitting for Miguel Vargas. Dave Roberts, I got your back sometimes. You know, I like to just, I like to be honest. I like to give credit where credit's due. I like to criticize them where I think criticism is due. And I like to be fair with Dave Roberts. No one's going to talk about that, right? I mean, nice job by Dave Roberts getting Peralta in there. Peralta, Steps to the plate, first pitch, aggressive, curveball, down and in. He turns on it. That changed the game. That gives the Dodgers two runs there, makes it 7-5. to five. And then you jump to that eighth inning. So the eighth inning, Freddie Freeman leadoff walk on five pitches. Then Will Smith, a fantastic at-bat by Smitty, really one of the best at-bats of the year. He falls behind the count 0-2, fouls off the third pitch, fouls off the fourth pitch, then takes three straight balls, fouls off the eighth pitch. And then on the ninth pitch of the at-bat, he takes a four-seed fastball, outside, away, high. He draws the walk. And then J.D. Martinez, another fantastic at-bat. He goes up in the count 2-0. Third pitch, strike looking. Fourth pitch, takes it for a ball. Then the fifth pitch, another strike. So on the 3-2 count, he takes a slider away. That goes for ball four. He gets on base. And then Jason Hayward, who I think is going to be an unsung hero today, but he gets the two-run shot. And how about a productive at-bat there on the 2-2 count? It's a sack fly to right. That makes it 7-6. to six. Next batter, James Outman. He gets up in the count 2-0. and oh, and That's one thing you will look at for James Outman. If you look at a little more in sync, he's a little more fluid. You see he's a little more inside the baseball right now, and that's definitely been a big adjustment for him. And it's allowing him to just have more success and more consistency, just getting his bat to the ball, not looking overmatched there on high fastballs, on nasty breaking balls. And he's also getting himself into better counts. I mean, lays off the four-seam fastball bottom of the zone for ball one, lays off the four-seam fastball away for ball two. Then third pitch, strike looking. Doesn't offer at it. Takes it looking. Fourth pitch, four-seam fastball away. Then fifth pitch, slider, middle, and he just does not miss it. He takes off on aggressive swing by James Alman. Goes as a ground roll double. By the way, smash that like button if you want to have the Dodgers and Dodgers Stadium replace that chain link fence. That's what we saw with Aaron Judge a few weeks ago. We saw today. I'm done with the chain link fence. If you want the guys to see, get like plexiglass, get something clear 
I don't know. But that makes it 7-7. Seven to seven. We thought originally it was going to be a three-run home run and that the Dodgers were going to run away with this thing, but it goes to the ground rule double. And... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. It ties Smith. It scores Smith to tie things up at 7-7. Seven to seven. And then Peralta, he strikes out swinging. And then Johnny DeLuca at third base. He ends up taking the balk. He ends up scoring on the balk by Stanek and Rojas. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you love it, man. That uh, gave the Dodgers the 8-7 lead. And we talked about there what happened at the end of the game. You saw Evan Phillips just slam the door shut like he's been doing all season long when he's been given the opportunities. But let's jump back in the comment section. Lots of you guys for a minute. But here we go, guys. And like I said, if you're new to the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And let's have a look once again. Well, let's read some comments and we'll have a look at the Bach. But great ABs by Smith. We got uh, Hayward in the eighth. We got June is always a tough month for the Dodgers, but really good to see this streak going on, especially against the Asterisk. I love that. Anytime I get a Asteros bird, I get a anything like that, I'm going to give you one of these. You're going to get one of these finish hymns. So go all day. F the Asterisk. Asterisk. Will Smith is better than Sean Murphy for Michael Melrose. Hey, if I'd have my pick, I would take Will Smith every single day. By the way, I'm dropping an interview with Will Smith. I did at the gala, and uh, I told him that people think I look like him. We got a good laugh out of it it was a good moment he even told me the next day he was laughing about it so hey there is proof i'm not will smith because there's video of us the same place at the same time so we're going to debunk those rumors the i said it's a compliment i said i take it as a compliment i don't know if it's not a compliment for him but i definitely take it as a compliment compliment doug mccain slams miguel vargas calls for dfa dodgers nation hey Miguel Vargas, I have his back. I believe in him like Mr. Miyagi believes in Daniel LaRusso, okay? So I'm not selling my Miguel Vargas stock, okay? I'm right there on the NASDAQ. I'm riding the bull on Wall Street, okay? We are not going to do that. So, um, you know, in the words of Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm not effing leaving, right? I'm not effing leaving my my Miguel Vargas stock, okay? The talent is there, and I've identified it, and I think you guys can too. Anthony Keene, Bush is looking great at third. Between him, Vargas, and Muncy, that infield is looking kind of crowded. Yeah, look, I mean, you've heard the whispers within the organization circles. Does Michael Bush have a role for this team? Is he blocked at certain positions? Look, I mean, I think if you want to make a – a fair, at least I don't want to call it criticism, but yeah, at some point, I think we do have to kind of have the conversation. Does Andrew Friedman keep his prospects for too long? Michael Bush, he's 25 years old at this point. I think he's a guy that's earned an opportunity in the show. He's a guy who'll be batting at, towards the top of the lineup for a lot of teams in this league. So yeah, I also think he could be a viable trade ship too if the Dodgers want to go out there, make a move for an impact starting pitcher, make a move for an impact reliever. So I wouldn't rule that out as well. But yeah, I think Michael Bush, he's a flavor of the month right he's the flavor of the month depends what kind of flavor you want do you like cookie dough do you like vanilla i mean it just depends i mean he's a guy that definitely has impressive bat to ball definitely is a veteran hitter definitely has experience he's very athletic he was a quarterback a hockey player so he's also a north carolina tar heel but uh here we go let's uh jump back to the comment section guys and thanks for joining us here on a saturday night s-a-t-u-r-d-a-y 
Hey, hey. Uh, I know for a fact that Clint typed that uh, so probably. Uh, the comment of the game is still fire Roberts. Fire, still fire Roberts. Jason Diamond. Hey, I hope that's what you guys appreciate about this show is that we don't have to agree on everything, but we always have to have a take. So I'll give you the fire take, even though I disagree. Uh, just leaving the game. Kudos to Bigford, Wendy Y. Yeah, absolutely. I thought Phil Bigford, I thought he really was outstanding today. I really thought he went in there and pitch very well, locating the efficiency, the fact that he wasn't missing out over the play, that he goes in there, and he yeah, he just goes out there, and he just really pitched well, and I mean, the, the, pay, the strikeout looking at four-seam fastball to get Jose Altuve, that was pretty. You saw some, some soft contact, but yeah, I thought a uh, great job by Phil Bigford, but yeah, give me all your thoughts on, well, let's actually, let's go back to the comments. Actually, Alman swings looking a little better. Dodger infield needed to get better. Routine plays seem hard. That ump is a Dodger fan for Matty Man Dodge, the kid that, that has to trust his stuff. Location, location, location. Bulk, bulk. That's from Oscar Ortiz. Bum. Verlander, that's from Jason. Standing needs a haircut. Yeah, Standing almost looked like a roided out Phil Bigford or something like that, man. He's out there crying. Hey, look, let's take a look at it, man. Look, let's waste no time. And I'm probably not going to be able to monetize this because I'm going to show this anyway, but anything for you guys. But here we go. Look at all of a sudden, boom, Bach. He's oh freaking out. Goodness. He's pointing at the plate. That's going to score a run. And Stanek loses his mind. He the first Bach of his career. I, I love the fact that the fact that it's a guy's the first Luka Bach of his career means he can't throw a Bach ever. I mean, what does that actually and mean? And it's eight okay? to seven Dodgers. He's crying. He's freaking out. He's freaking out. He's for his team. He is saying, like, what did I do here? How, how is that ball? a block? He is asking home the plate umpire and crew chief Manny Gonzalez. Dusty but Gonzalez was adamant. He's losing his mind. I mean, what do you mean, how is it a block? What do you mean? He blind? It's a block. And Dusty Baker is living. Valentine made the right call. I mean, it's, it's clearly a block. Let's see here. Waiting to see if Stanek comes set. He stepped off the rubber, and that's what Gonzalez. He the rubber. The rubber is low. I mean, that's a block. I mean, okay, you can cry all you want. I think Junior Valentine. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that's a guy. I think you're right. It's the second base umpire that called it. He stepped off, okay? You see oh, it. You got back on the Astros. rubber. And then you get a call that goes against you. It was a balk. Is there anyone in the comments, even Dodger fans? And I would keep it real. If I thought it wasn't a balk, I would say it wasn't a balk. Okay, I'm not a Ben Verlander, a guy who, if the freaking Astros draw a walk, he posts, oh, my God, the Astros take a walk. Meanwhile, the Dodgers can get a grand slam. He won't post anything. We get it. You are biased. You, you host a national baseball show, but you are biased. Okay, I think it's highly unprofessional, my opinion. Uh, Michael Bilgen, who else saw last night's backstage Dodgers? Liam Hendricks on that episode. It makes you wonder if the Dodgers have contacted the White Sox about a potential trade. Poor Dusty. D-Mag, our bullpen looking good last couple of games. Jose Marquez. Yeah, I dropped an interview I did with Jose Moda, and I was hanging out with him in the broadcast booth. We were doing our thing, my good friend Mr. Jose Moda, and I asked him, I said, hey, is are guys just getting back to pitching to their capabilities, or are there some adjustments? And what he told me was, they are prioritizing the fastball, especially inside to righties. They're prioritizing pounding the zone and owning both sides of the plate, and that's what you're seeing. I mean, it's getting strike one. I mean, that is the key because these guys are talented. I mean, Yancy Almonte, last year wasn't a fluke. No, that the vertical movement on his stuff is still filthy. The horizontal movement on his stuff is still filthy. Alex Vesey is a guy that, yeah, I mean, look, at he goes in there, he gets Otani out, Trout out, I mean, he's still getting out some of the best here in the league. I think you're going to always see the ups and downs with the bullpen, but I think it's 
really going to come down to do you get length from the starters consistently and you got these guys pounding the zone, throwing strikes, getting behind their pitches. I mean, Caleb Ferguson, I mean, what he did in the Angels and the Angels series, I think was very impressive as well. But smoking that Astros pack, that's from Nate213. We got cheaters crying about the yumps. Let's trade the World Series in 2017 for one game in June 2023. Okay, yeah, that's basically what I said earlier. I was like, oh, wow, you got a game stolen for you in early in June. How about the 2017 World Series? I mean, oh, did the Astros have something get real against those poor guys, those poor Astros? Look, he flinched before he stepped off. And I'm sorry if you feel cheated, but hey, you cheated an entire game. You cheated an entire sport. You get booed six years after the fact. Yesterday, look, it's not FG. I mean, they're saying cheater, cheater, F Altuve. The boos are ringing in there. And just imagine that, man. You're getting booed six years after. But yeah, I want all your thoughts too on. Great win, D-Max from David Sabatini. F in the chat for Cody Lou. Cody Lou. Uh, Muncie Slander will not be tolerated. It's from Wendy Y. We got, uh, I don't know, the static meltdown was so good. Heavy metal parking lot. Yeah, I mean, this guy, he realized that he messed up. He done messed up. Then he lost the game for that Astros team. And Dodgers came back. I mean, they dropped the five spot in the fifth. And I want to talk about that inning coming up. But, yeah, give me all your takes. I still want to know what you guys have to say about the Bach. And, yeah, I think it's clear to me. I mean, the I just, I mean, that's... That's an L. Just that's a big L. Delete the tweet, Ben Verlander. He says Ben Verlander tweet out. This was clearly not a bog, yet it was called a bog, and the go-ahead run comes home. It was the first bog in the career of Ryan, uh, Ryan Standing. What? I mean, it's a bog. Are you blind? Are you wearing a mantis sleep mask? I mean, it is an absolute bog in every sense. So, look. I mean, shout out to the Umps. They made the right call. They jumped on it, and we know Ben Verlander hates the Dodgers. We know that. You know why? That's because he knows one of his brother's World Series titles is illegitimate. It's illegitimate. It doesn't count. It's Fugazi. It's not real. It's like a leprechaun. It's like uh, the big, uh, it's like the Loch Ness Monster. It's like Bigfoot. It's not real. Okay. It's just the reality of the situation. And I know that that triggers him. So yeah, I mean, who cares if he had zero box? I mean, in his career. That was an absolute balk. I mean, that's to me, Ben Verlander, you need to get out the makeup. You need to get out the makeup. You first start with the – actually, let's start with the clown wig. You go with the clown wig first, and you get the lipstick, and then you get the eyeshadow because that's a clown take, man. Get the makeup out, man. Come on, just just keep it real with us, man. Hey, it's okay. You can be an Astros homer, but don't go out there and say that wasn't a balk. That is a balk, Okay. Astros players trying to break the rules. That's what happens, okay? He should basically, why don't he call Justin Verlander? Call his brother. FaceTime him. Say, hey, bro, is this a balk? His brother would be like, yeah, bro, that's a balk, okay? And then it would save him some embarrassment. But, okay, you guys, I'm a little fired up here. I just don't like, I just don't like homerism, man. You guys know, I mean, look, I mean, I try to keep it real here. I try to keep it 100, and uh, I just don't appreciate that. But uh, here we go. Let's go back to the comment section. Uh, Standing reacting like he went for a beer run. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I'm here to balk about the game with Doug and the other Dodgers fans of Alfredo. Bush is always is a way better defender than Muncie. Dave Sabatini. I have been impressed with his defense. I do think there could be some truth to that. But uh, stop calling Dodger fans fake. Stop it. I don't think that's about me. Uh, Joe Dirk Standing raging out. <laughs> Oh, that's a fire take. That's a fire take. That's a finish him, actually. Finish him. Uh, can we have a wellness check on that woman that balked today? Okay. Finish him. I also want to see Vargas at third. Wasn't that his original position? Michael Melrose. People I've talked to, the scout types and the people within that are close to the organization, they tell me that he doesn't love third. And they doesn't love those hot shots at third. And that's what I've heard when it comes to Miguel Vargas. Hayward has been much better than ex- I expected, Todd. Neagle over on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, there's one... 
I think absolutely he is has been better than expected. There's no question about that. But also, too, it, you can't just look at what he does on the field with his numbers. I mean, defensively, has he lost a little bit of step? I think he has. Is he still a five-time Gold Glove Award-winning caliber defender at this stage of his career? I would say probably not, but still – it's 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 his production when he's given the opportunity. It's his production, but also it's the fact that he provides more than just that. If you look at now, I mean, 58 games. I mean, this is a good amount of games. 58 games, 141 at bats, an 807 OPS, eight home runs, eight doubles, 17 RBIs, and this is the thing with Jason Hayward. Uh, just talking to some of these players. Yesterday, I asked a question. I won't tip off. I mean, ask them who they want to go on a road trip with. You could pick two of your teammates. I was shocked by how many guys said Jason Hayward. I mean, Jason Hayward, one of the more popular guys in that Dodgers clubhouse. He's a leader. He's respected. He's a guy, if he opens his mouth, you will listen, okay? And he's a guy that's had a big impact on James Altman, the outfit. He's a guy that's had a big impact on the rookies and the veterans, just bringing this club together. Jay Hay, what more can you say? Such a respected, this is a good dude to the core, and uh, love seeing him out there on this team and having success. DMAC, how long do you think this Freeman slump will last? That's from Brady Horton. Freeman's going to have his slumps, okay? Freddie Freeman is going to have his slumps, guys. I mean, he's not going to be Fred Hot. His entire his entire season. I mean, this is a guy who had the most hits in the league last year, right? He's a guy who is a perennial batting champ, uh, batting champ can- candidate. So, yeah, I mean. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hey, Freddie goes over four, had two strikeouts, but still, I mean, a 9.49 OPS hitting 3.19. I'm not worried about Freddie, but for the month of June, he's hitting 229 to 7.58 OPS, and yeah. But look, the thing is, I mean. You look at Wednesday, he goes one for four. You look at, or actually, that was yesterday, by the way, that he went uh, 0 for four. Today, Freddie, let me check what Freddie went today, but today, Freddie ends up going. Uh, and look, he's going to be the top of the lineup. He's going to post every single day. I think defensively, of course, that play, the misplay, that's going to hurt him more. But today, Freddie goes 0 for three with the one strikeout. Smith goes one for three. JD Martinez goes 0 for two. DeLuca came and pinch hit for him, or pinch ran for him in the DH spot there after he drew the walk there in the eighth. And then Jason Hayward, he goes one for two at the sack fly. Altman goes one for four. Miggy goes 0 for two. Peralta goes one for two at the two-run shot. Rojas 0 for three. Bush goes one for three. Had the double there in the seventh inning. Mookie went 0 for four at the top as well. But, yeah, let's talk about Bobby Miller, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. I know you guys are busy. I know you guys got plans here on a – on a Saturday night here. But yeah, Bobby Miller, his second Rocky start. And the first thing I want to say is he's human. He's a guy that, yes, he has all the talent in the world, all the potential in the world. Yes, he's got lights out stuff. And I thought there were certain at-bats today. I mean, you like, what I look for really when it comes to 
when it comes to young talent, I look for guys that flash and, and flash really hard. I mean, you saw the nasty slider to Madras there. I mean, I mean, you saw some of his stuff. I mean, this guy, like when he's what he's capable of, I mean, just the curveballs, the changeup when he got Miller swinging outside the curveball when he got. Pena. I mean, I think there were some very impressive at bats. Even the first inning there, he retires the side in order. And look at the gun there. All three on on 100 mile per hour sinkers, and you got the pop outs because they were swinging underneath it. So I still think it was impressive. And then you look there in the third inning, it's where he started to get in trouble in the third inning. Well, here's the issue bottom of the lineup, right? So he gets Jolks to line out, and then Myers, he misses at the first pitch, a sinker, non competitive pitch, way outside of the zone. Second pitch sinker top of the zone 100 miles per hour Myers Myers doubles to left so that definitely hurt him I mean Myers drew the walk later in the fifth inning and the next batter Altuve we had him down the count one and two and then a slider to just kind of let the little up a little out over the plate for Altuve to hit and he ends up singling and that's how they get their first run of the game the Astros get their first run they make it three to one Dodgers and then Altuve steals second but then he's able to get out of that inning top of the fourth inning Got into some trouble. I mean, you saw the double from Diaz. Then he gets Pena swinging with a nasty curveball. Got Madras swinging with that changeup. So I love the pitch mix. You're still seeing swing and miss stuff from multiple pitches. Changeups, sinkers, sliders, curveballs. I mean, I love the repertoire. And then you go to the fifth inning. He just kind of ran out of gas. I mean, the issue was bomb the lineup. I mean, Jolks single to right on the slider. Then Myers, you walk him on five pitches. And then Altuve, he reached on that bunt single to first and that is where the frustration started to set in that is i think an area where what i've heard from some from some people i've heard from some people when it comes to bobby miller is when he gets frustrated he gets a little emotional he internalizes a little bit that's where he really needs to learn that's where he needs to take that next step is where you just go out there you'll go attack the next batter you go get strike one you take a deep breath you get slow that heartbeat down you don't get too emotional because you saw there he tries to make the play at first but He's not covering right away. He definitely wasn't fast on his first step there to first base. And that's really caused Altuve to reach on that bunt single because they would have been fine with just laying down that bunt, but they saw the play was open, and he ends up first pitch, leaves that sinker in the middle of the zone. Altuve lays down the bunt, and then he started getting in trouble. And then the next pitch... 2-2 count. I mean, this is a 98-mile-per-hour sinker up and in, and Bregman, he homers. So that's an interesting pitch right there. I'm not saying they're cheating. I think there is a possibility. Maybe Bobby Miller maybe tipping just a little bit. We know this Astros organization, they're going to be looking for stuff like that. We know they're going to be trying to take advantage because they were on to him. They were on to him, and definitely you saw materialize there in that fifth inning. I mean, that's a 98-mile-per-hour sinker up and in, but really, look at the pitch before that. On the fourth pitch, a slider away and just a non-competitive pitch so he was sitting on it he takes him deep he hits the home run and that made it five to three Astros so he gives up the grand slam there and just like we saw last week last Saturday against the Giants when he missed when he saw the hit by a pitch when he saw the walk and when Lamont Wade he's at the plate he was angry he was emotional he just threw the absolute uh, he just just straight up threw the piss out of that curveball bottom of the zone. He hits it out. And it was a frustration pitch by Bobby Miller. So that's definitely something that he needs to continue to work on, just staying poised because everything is going to be just fine if you go out there with the talent that you have. Remember, Bobby Miller, not everyone has a 100-mile-per-hour sinker. Not everyone has a plus slider and changeup and all these great pitches that you have. You are the talented one. You have the ball in your hands, right? You are the one that has that pill. So you have the leg 
ending up in that situation. So and then he comes back and he's still frustrated. He walks Tucker. Then Abreu, he doubled to center. That was on a sinker. And then Diaz, he singles to center. And that made it 6-3 to three Astros. And then Yancey comes in. We talked about what he was able to do. And, yes, Dave Roberts could have come out there and taken Bobby Miller out a little sooner. But they wanted five from Bobby Miller. They wanted six from Bobby Miller. And they know he's capable of doing it. So, look, what I said on Twitter, I said, look, I will live with these growing pains in June if it means that he's going to have more experience in situations like this in October when it matters most. Because it's no guarantee that the, that the Dodgers are going to go out there and land a Lucas Giolito or a big starting pitcher. There's no guarantees that Dustin May is going to come back. There's no guarantees that all these other guys, the Julio Arias's, Clayton Kershaw's, the Tony Gonsolin's, they're going to stay healthy all season long. But you know what, Bobby Miller, you have a young, fresh arm, a guy that's a horse, a guy that can step up, a guy that absolutely has the potential to be a frontline starter. So I'm fine with these growing pains. But yeah, let me get your grades on Bobby Miller, and then we'll kind of get out of here on this one. Just kind of a little emergency show, breaking down today's action. One of the most satisfying wins of the year. And, um, Oh, man. Oh, man. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I think the Astros stole my thoughts. Okay, we're back on track. We're back on track. Let's get back here into your comments section here, and then we'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. And, hey, it's always a better Saturday night when the Dodgers win, right? You're not going to have a ruined Saturday night. You're not going to stay in and cry and mope around. No, you're going to party it up because the Dodgers got a big comeback win against the Trastros. Bang those trash cans. Here we go. Let's go back into the comment section. Where is my con? There we go. Uh, we got uh, Dodd Boxing main event is about to start. Okay, DMAC is a fearless leader. Thanks, David. Uh, let's not leave Miller off the hook now. Hey, we just talked about him. Saturday, head pants. Uh, Freeman needs the day off. Hey, good luck with that. You have to get, like, security to escort him off of first base because this guy loves to post. Brazier look good. Carlos Garcia, what I say on the Blue Heaven podcast, hosted by Mr. Clint Pacias, and I'm also on the show, too, is... I'm very high on Brazier. I'm bullish on Brazier. Look at some of his advanced, uh, some of his advanced stats, and there's some stuff that points to a guy, nice at mile per hour fastball, a guy that definitely has the ability to, to do some stuff and help this team out. And I think that uh, he's had a promising start for sure. Stroman to Dodgers, is that a thing? Well, I, I don't want to tip off a video I've done, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We got to Ron Say scored the winning run. Deuce, that's a fire take. That's a comment of the night. Our friends. Uh, we got a sweep of the champs would make me feel better about the sweep. Okay. Of the hands of the giants, Kate Upton's brother-in-law. That's from Dan Smith. That's a finish him. Any burn, uh, Stanix finish got the Rod Beck look going on. Shout out to Rod Beck. I didn't anticipate a Rod Beck, a Rod Beck, uh, reference on this show but rod beck man definitely now that you said that i just cannot unsee it rod beck man geez that was my granddad's favorite closer why did my granddad have a favorite closer but <laughs> yeah rod beck i'll never forget him man that guy it was it was lights out when he was on the giants and they going to chicago boston um, back in the nos with the padres yeah rod beck man uh but uh here we go let's go back to the comments section here guys um right knee broke okay this bach because of his hair is perm doug keeping it real what up trace howard season trace hayward season always rocking this i appreciate you for that outman back i don't say he's back i don't say he's all the way back but i would say that 
he's definitely a guy that is starting to kind of take a deep breath and kind of exhale a little bit and prove to himself that he does belong in this league and that he was not going to just be written off and it's done. It's James Droughtman. James, you got to get out, man. James, automatic out, man. No, it's a guy that, hey, that's how you prove you're a big leaguer. When you go through that slump, you make an adjustment and you start to have success and you get back on the saddle again. So I wouldn't say he's quite all the way back because I want to see the second adjustment by scouts and pitchers and how they're going to attack him. And I do think, though, things are definitely trending in the right direction. Absolutely. And he's gaining a lot of confidence. He just looks more comfortable, and he's not putting as much pressure on himself. He's not reeling like we saw. But 23-0, Angels over Rockies. Wow. Wow. That's unbelievable. Big look slick. Damn, 23 by the – geez. Thanks, Jose Marquez, for letting me know. Angels going off. Huh? It is Colorado, right? And, geez, we're heading there next week. So, hope we can top that somehow. Well, I mean, is it still going on? I got to let me know if that game's still going on, man. That's that's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. But uh, geez, man, that is insane. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys should go look up the, the Phillies and Cubs game from 1922 where they scored 49 total runs in that game. It was insane. The Phillies were down like 25 to six or something. It was just crazy. But, uh, yeah, man, like they could be going for a record. Here we go. Who else closed the night? We got Devin Phillips down there. Ben Verlander is lucky. His older brother has accomplished something in life. Uh, even D-Train said it was a balk after the game on Fox. Okay, Michael, that's all I need to know because D-Train, my friend, Dontrell Willis, Dontrell Willis from the Bay Area, Dontrell knows ball. If he's saying it's a balk, if he's saying it's a clear balk, then to me, that's all I need to know. Uh, Stevie Wonder called the balk. Okay, Doug, the Angels are ahead of the Rockies, 23-0 to in the fifth. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to watch that uh, are you wearing <laughs> yeah sorry i had that i gotta get i gotta pay the bills trace are you wearing a mantis sleeve mask i have to pay the bills uh, uh we got uh, karma never forget 2017 that's a fire take we got my man daniel macy always good Finish when the cheat throws go down crying lmao give him hell doug from nas um, uh, dodgers my team since i was a kid go dodgers we got verlander can stick it up his astro <laughs> That's a fire team. Finish him. Uh, Dodgers ball off. We got uh, a good one. Dude, James Alman hitting better pitches. Absolutely, Craig. What up, D-Mac? What up, Dodgers familiar? What up, I'd be stroking. Uh, Otani won for five in the fifth, and they still have 23 runs. Jeez, what does that tell you? Uh, keep Yeah, let's go more here, guys. Elmo Capitan. What does it go to Capitan? Said, I would trade Noah Syndergaard for a new fence. That's the comment of the night. <laughs> Of the night. Our friends over at captain who at the very beginning of the show, I said, guys, we are going to start a petition. I'm going to vote here. I'll be the first vote. We have to replace that chain link fence. Absolutely. But uh, I would trade Noah Syndergaard for a new fence. How did Dave leave him in that long? He's going to bounce back next start, but still... Uh, what hit the fence harder? Judge's toe or Outman's baseball? I would say Judge's toe, man. That guy's a big dude. What up, Diane Schroeder? Appreciate that. Smash that like button. Kudos to Bigford. What are your thoughts on James Outman was a hero? Yeah, James Outman was great. We talked about that. Uh, straight up, Bob. We got all, all things that cheaters are complaining. Exactly, exactly. Come on now. Uh, seriously, I mean, that's just unbelievable that them of all people could even say anything, okay? Beat the cheaters. Yes, Bobby Miller needs the experience. I guarantee D-Mac will be there for us all season. Absolutely, Bob Purge. Hey, he's rain or shine, sun, whatever it is, lose, losses, wins. I don't care what it is. You guys know I'll be rocking with you. Uh, Craig Osberg, uh, D-Mac didn't start for, yeah, I gave up, didn't. Oh, yeah, no, I was just, I put this show together super late. Uh, this Saturday was definitely feeling better than last Saturday. Absolutely. You're great for Miller is C-minus. 
but yeah, guys, that is good. DMAC, you're my Vince Gully man. You make me love baseball even more than I even do. Hey, Trace, I appreciate that, man. I really do from the bottom of my heart, man. And honestly, I get as much out of you guys because, hey, this is your show. I'm just hosting. I'm the man of the fan. I appreciate all you guys' takes. Even if I don't agree, because, hey, man, you guys know ball. You guys know your Dodgers. You love your Dodgers. And, uh, hey, it's a very exciting season with ups and downs, smiles and frowns, and you just never know what's going to happen next. I mean, today the Dodgers win thanks to a game-winning balk. Okay, so that's why I love this sport. You never know what you're going to get in a 162-game season. The surprises, there's a great comeback by this Dodgers team. Uh, we got um, Ben Verlander is definitely second favorite in his parents' eyes. That's from IV. Uh, so I'm just going to assume that they only have two kids then, I guess. Uh, Angels up 23-6 in the fifth. Uh, two games out of first. But, yep, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation post game show. A little emergency show for you guys after the Dodgers get the big, epic comeback win thanks to a game-winning, a game-winning balk there. Johnny DeLuca, as someone said earlier, Ron Say, he ends up plating the game-winning run to put the Dodgers up 8-7. to seven. The Dodgers, they're getting close to first place again. They're two games back of the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Dodgers are starting to get some momentum. Now four straight wins. They're sitting at 43-33, and 33, but we'll see you guys tomorrow. we got another game against the Cheatstros. Let's hope they sweep them, but see you guys next time. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, smash that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.